Hi, I'm Charles. I'm Christine. And, and we, we eat stuff. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. My name is Christine Guthrie and I am one half of We Eat Stuff. Welcome. In this podcast, we're seeking out people in St. Louis related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating. Our interview this week is with Ryan Lewis and Karina Flush from Pig and Pickle. You can find them online and on all the socials at Pig and Pickle STL. Karina and Ryan are relatively new to St. Louis after closing their successful restaurant in Springfield, Illinois called Driftwood. We chat about their love for St. Louis beer, pigs, eating pigs, pickling things, and what's coming next for their Central West End location. Thank you for listening, and this is Ryan Lewis and Karina Flush. Hi, you guys. Hi. Hi. What's up? <laughs> Not much. How, How are, are you? you? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Doing all right? Good. Okay. We were just talking about this a second ago. Let's open the beer. <laughs> we'll get right to us. Yeah. Get right to it. What did you bring for us? So we brought, this one's a Fright Geist Abraxas. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a smoked wheeze. I don't know. We we were trying to figure out where we got this. We are assuming Asheville last sure July. So... Um, yeah, we'll see. We have a habit of just picking up random beers, and if they're sour, it means that she picked them up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were, no, we weren't in Ash. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I can't remember now. We uh, we did it in Asheville, but we did it in Kentucky, too. We yeah. ran into a beer shop after we had been drinking, and we were like, he, he even pointed the last one out to me. He's like, oh, look, and I was like, well, I don't know what you're doing this. I've already had a couple beers, which means I'm just going to go in here and be like, oh, amazing things I can't get at home. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I literally just stood at the front because they had draft beer and uh, just had a beer while she picked everything out yeah. that she wanted. Um, Beautiful. All right. All right. Well, cheers. Cheers. Thanks, Thanks for coming. Cheers. I smell that smoked. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I love oh, that, interesting. actually. Yeah. It's almost like drinking a barbecue sauce. They should totally serve this at a barbecue joint. Yeah. Like it's light. Like it would go well with it. And too. we're getting real close to smoked beer season. Mm. I love the fall because I can get a bunch of smoked beers. Mm. I've never heard of that before. Really? At all? No. It's a. There's a lot of German ones that are that they do smoke. Mm. Okay. And some of them are just like a barbecue in a bottle, and some yeah. of them are actually really, really awesome. Yeah. So like uh, when it's smoked, is that what they actually put in a smoked barrel or something? Or so they smoke the malts oh. before they uh, use them in the actual brew. Yeah. So tell um, all the folks listening, the millions of people listening to us, who are you? <laughs> well, we're new to the area, which is kind of a cool Yay. little change for us. Welcome. Um, yeah, we just met you what like a month ago. Yeah, it was just huh? like it was a really awesome coincidence that we uh, ran into you guys. Um, we just moved down here from Springfield, Illinois. I've lived there for eight years. You've been there for... Back and forth, the majority of my life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was in Chicago for a long time and then ended mm-hmm. up coming back home uh, about six years ago to Springfield. So mm-hmm. was there and kind of trying to get out and met him and... <laughs> yeah, just kind of... It worked out. I, I'm i actually from Bethalto, Illinois, mm-hmm. over by Edwardsville area. So this is kind of like... 
coming home to me mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. My parents still live there. My brother's out in that way, west somewhere. Wentzville. Wentzville. So, um, yeah, most of my family's still around here, so it's kind of cool to be, be mm-hmm. able to be closer to them and stuff. So Excellent. And so I guess based on the meeting that we had with you guys a month ago, we're going to talk about your opening a place. Yep. Opening Tell a new restaurant, uh, Pig and Pickle. Um, we're going to be uh, in the Central West End, but not really on the main drag. We're going to be on, located on Pershing. Mm-hmm. Mm. So we're in the process of almost done with remodel right now. Mm. Um, probably going to be putting a call out for employees in mm. the next couple of days here. So. Yeah, it's all moving forward. Uh, all the permitting is just sitting, waiting for like one thing or the other, and then we're moving forward from there. So everything's in line and hopefully uh, we'll be opening sooner rather than later. Cool. We're loving the liquor licensing pro- process in Missouri. It that is intense. That's yeah. sarcasm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> have you talked to the local neighborhood association? We're going to start uh, petitioning next week. Okay. So we're at that point that I'm now just waiting. We put turn the postcards in. They're in the mail. So we're we're to that point. So i got to get with my alderman just mm-hmm. to introduce myself and all that. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so... Older woman. Older movie. woman, yes, yes. Do you guys have a background in the industry? Um, that's We actually met in the industry. Yeah. How's it been? I, Four, five years? Know, five years ago. Five years ago, we actually, uh, I was just, I was actually running the first restaurant that I, I pseudo ran. That was just a joke. I ran it for about nine months uh, under basically false pretenses and jump ship as soon as possible. <laughs> but um, I did meet her, which is great. Uh, she was a server, so... We got to interact through a little tiny pickup window of like <laughs> for about a good solid year. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I've been in the industry for about eight years overall, um, professionally. Before that, I actually bounced around, did some uh, work in professional sports for about five years. So, on the other side of the coin, but uh, so yeah, we ran our restaurant in Springfield, Illinois, for about three years. So mm-hmm. we got back. That background under our belt, so that helps. You owned a restaurant there? Yeah, what's it called? Driftwood Cocktail and Eatery. That sounds kind of nice, yeah. I'll go there. Yeah, we were um, in downtown Springfield. um, Really heavy cocktail list. uh, Similar style to what we're doing with the new place, so small plate, southern-inspired food. Um, Definitely some of our favorite things made the list again Mm -hmm. this time, Mm. but uh, there's a lot of new stuff, too. I think he's really excited to be cooking in a market where people are more excited about different styles of food, which sure. is not really what we came from. We kind of, mm-hmm. Springfield's a little bit like land of the chains. Um, yeah, we were too <laughs> until, you know, um, about four years ago, or four or five years ago, that's when it started changing. Yeah. Uh, I think the better economy, people just sort of waking up to the idea that there's all these really neat places they can go to have like something besides a Jack and Coke and a burger. Yeah. yeah. You can still do that, but there's also other options now too. Yeah. Yeah, it's been really nice getting back, uh, you know, just seeing the food trend and everything. Like, I got friends in the industry here, and we, we've eaten around pretty well since we got here. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been fun to watch, because even though we were in Springfield, we were also here a lot. So we mm-hmm. would basically pretty much every just time we had eat a day off. our way through town yeah. when we got down here. So Yeah, because when we would have a day off and it's Sunday rolled around and we didn't have a special event or something, we were like, hmm, where do we want to eat? And there was nothing. We were like, no, let's just go to St. Louis for the day. Yeah. So we'd drive down here and spend the day down here and and eat way too much and drink too much and have a good time. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. So um, when did you guys move to St. Louis? 
A month ago. A month ago. Wow. I moved here a month ago yesterday. It's been... Okay, so like mid-July. Yeah. It's been a heck of a month. Yeah, I uh, bet. We closed the restaurant up there on the 22nd. We moved on the 20th. 20th, yeah. The 20th. The 19th, we did a, our final big dinner. We used to do beer dinners all the time. This was our local flavors dinner with uh, Illinois Stewardship Alliance, who we had a great, um, absolutely wonderful uh, relationship with. And Big Thorn Brewing, which I was trying to find the Big Thorn beer. Yeah. And I couldn't find it. But uh, they're, that brewery is awesome. They're we out of Danville. We should totally plug Big, Big Thorn. Yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> Anyways, they're, they're amazing. They're one of our favorites. Uh, they're all solar. It's all off the grid. Wow. They're the only brewery cool. in the country that's wow. off the grid. And it's like everything's cave-aged. Everything's got a little bit of funk to it. Huh. A lot of the ingredients really come from good. their farm. Um, it's just, they are, they're some of the, the most genuinely nice people, too. Yeah. And easy to work with. Where are they located? Uh, uh, Georgetown or something like that. It's about 40 miles outside of Danville. So okay. right on the right. Indiana-Illinois border. Neat. So Very interesting. Yeah, hopefully we'll be able to get some of their beer here in the not too distant future we yeah we talked to the owner about doing like a guest tap sometime so so we want to stick with mostly missouri beer at the new place yeah. um there's obviously no shortage of it it's insane yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna stick mostly with that but we have some really good um relationships with a couple places like distill out of bloomington that we've done mm-hmm. a lot of work with in the past they've made some specialty beers like just for us to have at driftwood mm-hmm. so we want to kind of keep a guest tap around so that we can get some of that stuff too yeah very cool so what made you guys want to Pack ship and move to New City and open a restaurant. <laughs> that, um, that doesn't sound fun to you. Yeah, <laughs> it's, you know, it's no work at all. Pack a house, pack a restaurant in a week and a half. Yeah. It's like flicking a switch. While you're yeah. still working, it's fine. Yeah. Um, I just it was. I think it was the opportunity. Uh, we both kind of done our time in Springfield and kind of maxed out on it. And you know, it, we met a lot of people. We have a lot of friends up there, and. It was just kind of time for something different. So I don't think it was a secret to anybody that knew us that we didn't we we were not super into the atmosphere not of Springfield. Yeah, anymore. we. Mm. I mean, I don't think that we either one of us really ever wanted to be in Springfield. It just kind of ended up that way. For yeah, a while, so. I mean. Yeah, I've never been a small town kid. Um, mm. If somebody would have told me, hey, you're going to live in Springfield for eight years, mm. ten years ago, I would have laughed at you because I was yeah. sitting in Dallas, Texas. You know, it's, like, it's not a small town. So it's it's 117,000 people. But, but it wants to <laughs> act like it, it is. It wants yeah. to be a small sure, sure. town. Yeah, that's, that's kind funny. of backwards that way. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we I lived in Chicago for a long time. Um, mm. And uh, Chicago kind of got to me at one point. It was just like man it is you're working really hard just Mm -hmm. to live Mm -hmm. um and you get worn down and uh i was ready for a change i actually moved out to washington state for a short period of time and uh when that didn't work out quite as i imagined i ended up going back to springfield where i had a support system my family and then kind of stayed there for a while so we were we were both ready to move somewhere that had more to offer culturally Mm -hmm. and in the food scene definitely Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking. Unless oh, okay. if you have any questions. No, I, uh, well, well, what made you uh, decide like to uh, call it the Pig and Pickle? It's a very neat name. Well, we were kind of talking about it because I had actually started Driftwood uh, before we got together, and we were on a trip to Minneapolis, and we were kind of just talking on the 12-hour drive. Hey, if we opened a restaurant, what would you name it? How would we go about it? And just started kind of chit-chatting about that and she came up with the name actually hmm. um it's just 
it has a lot to do with the food that we do. It's mm-hmm. that very homey and it kind of gets, mm-hmm. you know, a very welcoming to me. It's something you don't forget and it kind of... Mm. I don't know. I think uh, he's in love with pork. <laughs> I mean, um, got yeah. I, got, I mean, I've got pig and pickles on my arm right now. So he, I mean, He's in love with pork and I think that's one of the things that people knew us by in Springfield too is that we always had like... Uh, an assortment of crazy pickled items like on the top mm. of our bar mm. one of our highest bar shelves there was always you know what was going to be coming up next in the pickle plates and people mm. would always ask questions about it and mm. we do play a lot with pickled items to bring like that acid into a dish that is needed then pop mm. a color and things like that so it just made sense to me i think it describes our food um in a way that obviously driftwood didn't i was like mm. what are we a Serving seafood here? Come on. <laughs> yeah. mm. Well, that was actually, like, when I came up with the name for Driftwood, I was working at my old job, standing there, I was like, hey, because it was something rustic and something you kind of remembered, yeah. and then when you Google it, there is only five, and sure enough, they're, like, all seafood places. Well, it's probably all on the coast. So, on the coast, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah so. so we were the only Midwest Driftwood, and so... <laughs> We're mm. one of only two pick and pickles now in the mm. country. That one's in Scottsdale, Arizona. So, which is um, really random. That yeah. uh, a, a kid that used to work for me. Well, he, you know, he's grown now. Um, used to work for me when I worked for Tivana Corporation. Uh, actually, had like his rehearsal dinner at Pick and Pickle, and so when he saw the announcement online, he contacted me and he was like, "Hey, do you work there? We had our rehearsal dinner," and I was like. No, I, I looked it up and I saw he was in Arizona now, and I was like, "Oh, the other one." <laughs> How ironic! So, talking about, I guess, saying about places around St. Louis, you've been visiting pretty a lot this year. I'm imagining. Yeah. Yeah, we call it research. Uh, <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. yeah, I understand. I understand well. Are there any um, dishes or meals or beers you've had around town that you think people ought to really know about? Um, I mean, from a beer spec spectrum, like there's just so many options. But like our our go to spot is definitely Side Project, um, <laughs> the brewery on yeah. Manchester. Yeah, um, it's our favorite place. To it's be. really cool. Like those guys have treated us really well. They're mm-hmm. always super happy to see us and know us by name. They knew us by name by like the second time we were in there. Mm-hmm. So that's been one of the cool things. Uh, Juniper is one that I've always mm-hmm. liked. That I staged there oh, a few really? years ago. I'm guessing John doesn't remember me. <laughs> that was when Ryan was still the head chef there, so it's been a stretch. Wow. Okay. Um, so, you know, like, and Juniper kind of, we kind of, I don't want to say play off each other in the sense of what we're doing, but it's kind of got the same, like, southern feel to yeah. it. Yeah. And, um, by no means, like, am I trying to be them or whatever, sure, yeah. but it's just kind of a cool... No, it's uh, definitely got enough difference on it, too. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely... <laughs> Chicken runs, yeah. <laughs> but like I, you know, there's, there's a term "new American." I, I don't know if anyone else has coined this term, but yeah. new Southern, right? It's kind of like I've been describing like, what's been popular in St. Louis a lot lately. It's gonna be very popular. Like Juniper is definitely what I call new Southern. They um, kind of really, I think they really were the ones that kind of pseudo started that. I mean, they're the first mm-hmm. real place that I would cons- call like more of a finer southern restaurant mm. around here so it's mm. cool that they've had the success that they've had especially with the new place that they're opening yeah uh, in April mm-hmm. which is going to be just down the street from us yeah. so it's cool that to office. see what they've been able to do yeah. and uh, just see the developments yeah. of that I know Grace is going to be not too far off of that yeah. from us yeah. and, so it's like any day now it's going to open yeah. We actually looked at a spot over here by you that I wanted really, really badly mm. a few 
you can guess. Was it the grape seed spot? It yeah. sure oh man, that would have been awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. I wanted that spot like nobody's business. We would was, love to have you there. We I was really awesome. not happy. About, I mean, we snuck behind and like saw the patio because one of the things that we really when we first talked about finding a space that we wanted was a patio yeah. and it just the the spots that we were coming in contact with that had patio space wouldn't work for one reason or another so that was kind of a bummer but we are going to be able to next spring have at least some outdoor seating outside yeah. it's not a full patio but there's that whole other extension yeah. on the other side of the sidewalk so we'll be able mm. to have some tables set yes. up there mm-hmm. just can eat outside we love doing that ourselves and it's like you know totally. mm-hmm. <laughs> When yeah. the weather is nice, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great to do. Yeah. yeah, just today, I don't know if you read. It was announced that um, so at, there's going to be a pizza place going in there. Oh, is that what that's going to be? Yeah, it's, okay. it's uh, Russell's. Russell Ping. He's going to open up uh, the uh, sort of a pizza, wine, and ice cream place. Something like that, I can't yeah. remember what the reason was huh. why we uh, didn't move, couldn't move forward with that one. They were already in contract talks couple times over there was like three i mean it's a great spot obviously everybody's everybody jumped on it as soon as they could so basically we got at it um we were down here the guy that owned the building sold the building and moved because he also the one who ran it can't think of his name but he also owned it as i understand it yeah well uh, yeah ben Ben anderson like his father owned a lot of properties he he invested and he moved off somewhere so Mm -hmm. yeah so with that it kind of was changing hands when we ran across it and then it just didn't pan out. Yeah. So I think it's for the best. I like where we're at. I think it's going to be a great spot. Um, you know, I finished the flooring the other day, finally. Well, awesome. not quite, but enough that I could actually put <laughs> tables up. So we kind of set the room and stuff. And I think it's going to be a really nice space. Mm-hmm. It, it's turned out really nice. It was uh, gray on gray on gray. It is now like gray on on brown on brick on <coughs> barn woody looking floor so it's a different animal yeah. nice. so was it great. previously a restaurant or? it was it was the old atlas restaurant um, right right yeah. uh, brian yeah. ran they moved everything yep. out to clayton yeah to yeah. kind of consolidated down That's so right. i'm gonna open up another beer oh, very good all right i think we're gonna go with the base weight from uh, okay. our friends over at side project Thanks, guys. I'm a little sad to say we've never been there. Oh, no. We're not to Atlas. Uh, to Side Project. We will oh. have to remedy that. I know. Yeah. You're not huge beer drinkers? Well, not um, as much as cocktails. Well, I should have brought over the bourbon. We've got plenty no, of that. I actually around. thought about that. Uh, well, because, I mean, we're definitely beer people. We're cocktail people, too. But I would say we probably drink beer more often. No, this was great. I mean, yeah, we're but, trying uh, to become more knowledgeable about yeah. stuff in town. And we're definitely not very knowledgeable. We're trying to get more knowledgeable about the local beers, too. Um, and even ones that aren't necessarily local. Because a lot of Mace stuff going on. At the restaurant, I mean, we'll obviously have a, a pretty decent beer selection. Mm-hmm. And in the past... Um, at Driftwood, our cocktail menu was like 75 cocktails long. Mm. Wow. We wanted to pare yeah. that down because That's it was nice. a little ridiculous yeah. uh, towards yeah. the end there. It was just kind of, I mean, I I think it, it was overwhelming to people <sighs> that were new to cocktails. So, like, if you knew your way around cocktails all right, you'd probably be in heaven. But yeah. in Springfield, it was like, oh, what? my gosh, what am I supposed to do? And as sure. a server, yeah. I, you know, would be explaining things for quite a long time at a mm. table to get somewhere in to something that they liked but uh yeah so we're definitely gonna pare down to maybe we're talking 35 40 cocktails on this new yeah. menu yeah well and in springfield we were one of the only if not the well we were probably the only restaurant that focused on cocktails as well yeah and obviously we don't have to worry about that here so 
you know, we're keeping a bunch of the classics. Like, I'm a Manhattan drinker. Mm. I do a Mezcal Old Fashioned, you know, that mm. kind of stuff. Mm. But we will also continue, carry over some of the uh, favorites. We have a, do a basil gin gimlet that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, when we talked before about, you know, um, a bartender, you walk into a place and they've got, you know, they make their own cocktails. You're going to assume they know how to make a Manhattan. We don't have sure. to put that on the menu. Yeah. But in Springfield, you definitely had to put that on the menu yeah. To, yeah. to let them know what you had. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you guys are cocktail people, then you frequent Planter's House? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe not quite as often because there are other closer places, but yeah, yeah we want something, and like, we like to sit outside there. We yeah. like yeah. to sit outside there on a Sunday because yeah. they do, uh, like, industry, industry discounts yeah. on yeah. Sundays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been just great. quite a few industry parties there where, like, some chef from McSalms was having a birthday or something like that and yeah. go out there and just... It's a great space. Yeah. Yeah, we were we were at Taste the other night for a friend's birthday. Also a good cocktail so place. Yeah. yeah. Also for cocktails, have you guys ever gone to Fraser's? Have not. Um, I've been to Fraser's years ago. I told mm. you a friend uh, a friend of mine used to work there, and I couldn't think of the name of it in Soulard, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's what it is. Yes. I could not think of the name of it, and I'm so glad that you just said that because yes. I was like, I had a pretty good meal there too. Yeah. Um, good food too. Yeah. And it's interesting. They're kind of underrated. I feel like it's because it, it's about 25 years old. So it's been around yeah. a long wow. time, and yeah. their cocktail list is literally about a hundred. Mm-hmm. And it's all yeah. really different too. Yeah. It's all unique stuff. So that's what's really cool about it. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah. just very, uh, very eclectic. Very eclectic. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah. The decor, I I mm-hmm. recall, being it's a fun place. <laughs> <Yeah>. Quite eclectic. <laughs> yeah, all of it. So who's your tattoo artist? My tattoo artist. I actually yesterday? I did. I got the uh, my black eyed peas. Mm-hmm. Actually, they're. Uh, green cow peas, uh, mm. green beans, and green tomatoes all colored in. Beautiful. Um, it is. Brian does a great job. It's Brian McCormick up at Redbird Electric in Springfield. Um, oh, okay. He's done all of this. Mm-hmm. He did the, my son's footprints on the back of my calf uh-huh. as well. So mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, he's great at what he does, and this has been a two and a half year project. Um, these, the recipe's on your arm, too. I do. This one's... There's <laughs> a lot going on wow. here. Um, yeah. This is actually my grandma... This is one of... Everybody, like, gets sappy about this one. It's my mm. grandma's bread and butter pickle recipe. Oh, man. In my mom's handwriting. Oh, neat. Damn. So, it's kind of... It's got a lot of sentimental value to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, the magnolia yeah. blossoms are actually ones that uh, her and I got on her birthday this oh, year. Oh, that's very that's, nice. So... Pretty. Um, it's kind of a new beginning, new start for everything. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of meaning in my arm. Yeah, don't lose that arm. So, yeah. yeah. Pickles over here, too. Yeah. We got, I mean, yeah. We'd, we'd be Pickle. screwed if you oh, lost so, that arm. <laughs> um, cotton. Um, my great-grandparents were tenant farmers in Arkansas, and that's like mm. one of my early memories is mm. walking out back of the, the farmhouse and just seeing fields of cotton. Mm. And then uh, a beet seed packet. Um, uh-huh. That's one of the first things I remember. That's like one of my favorites. My, if you look at it, it's a little guy I in like a tuxedo that. with a cane. <laughs> wow. It's like okay. such a cool yeah. seed packet. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is actually taken from a version of in the fifties. They would do that, like with put just like turnips with heads and stuff. And, uh, <laughs> Top hats. Yeah, you know, but uh, you know, this is one of those moments. Like growing up, my mom um, is kind of why I'm where I am in a lot of ways because. We used to always pick everything, mm-hmm. you know, before there's farmer's markets and stuff, we'd go to the actual farms and pick, mm-hmm. you know, I'd pick, she still to this day picks blackberries every year. She picks some of the best ones so ever. Good. And, uh, <laughs> but beets was one of those things. Like my dad loved them. No one else liked them, but my mom would do it, mm-hmm. pick them. And, um, but that's one of those things where you learn 
it's not always the bigger vegetable that's the best. Mm. It's everything has a, a size and a purpose and a ideal characteristic behind it, and that's kind of a reminder of mm. you know don't try to think too big sometimes. Mm. Whenever you know you can get the right thing in a smaller package. Sure. So, mm. so yeah, I mean, there's just a lot, a lot of meaning and everything. Um, Very cool. I think that probably extends to our food too a lot. Like a yeah. lot of people, I'm like, oh, it's country, like you know, southern style food, but it's small plates. They're like, well, that's an oxymoron. <laughs> like that's yeah. the beauty of it yeah. is yeah. that like you don't have to pick and and one thing. And anytime we go yeah. out to eat, we he. He pretty much lets me order most of the time, but yeah, either way, safer. I'm like, I want these four things, <laughs> yeah. and let's like just share everything. And he he might tell me if there's something else he was really looking at, but we like to just split things and and yeah. eat, you know, kind of a few things so that we can try it all. Totally enjoy yeah. the same. So yeah. all about the small plates. Yeah, it yeah, is. Like, yeah, yeah. It, I enjoy my. I mean, it's like it's more of an experience that mm-hmm. way too. I feel like like yeah. if you just go in and when well, there, I don't I don't feel like new restaurants are really doing that, but where you're just like, okay, it's a meat in this like two sides and a salad or whatever mm-hmm. it's like okay you know you're not you're not sharing there's not that camaraderie involved yeah, there's not exactly. like it's just not as much of an experience and mm-hmm. i can spend two hours at, you know we spent two hours at taste the <laughs> other night sharing food between people and sharing mm-hmm. conversation yeah, and it yeah. being a more interactive experience so yeah i mean food's not just something that should be eaten because we have to it should be something that's enjoyed and savored and just except when you eat pizza once a day yeah. <laughs> My old bartender used to get Domino's delivered uh-huh. before shift. And yeah. I'd Just walk because in. it's like, yeah, one, it's the one time a day you yeah. get to eat. And I'd yeah. walk, I would walk in at like 4.30 after my like split mm-hmm. and basically finish off his pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, yeah, that would be my dinner. Excellent. I always see that in articles that I read about restaurants or chefs that like chefs eat some of the worst oh, diets I, I mean ever. like <laughs> i also have to admit like i'm a canned soup guy in the winter because uh, i can yeah. put it on the stove on low hop in the shower get out and it's ready cool. wow. it's cool. perfect except for yeah. this new stove that we have we'll probably burn it by the time yes. we get out of the shower yeah. it's amazing it's gas yeah in. it's so mm-hmm. weird to have gas in. oh yeah it's so nice <laughs> and gas in a restaurant yes. we ran the entire drift driftwood so the week we opened, I found out we didn't have gas in the building. Mm. So half my contingency money went to a four-burner induction top. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm. So there's actually, a, I took a snapped a picture of the pilot lights in the dark the other night of the new place. And I was mm. like, oh, and I just put it on Instagram. I was like, oh, this is wonderful. Like, <laughs> it just looks like a little glowing light. But I'll tell you what, after three years of cooking on electric. <laughs> it's a thing of beauty. It's a thing of beauty. <laughs> Our kitchen at the new place is like huge compared to what we came from at really? Driftwood too. Yeah. It was a postage stamp at Driftwood. We ran a little tiny L with a eight foot guard cooler, mm. two little ten pound wearing pro fryers, which mm. are monsters. They're mm. great. Yeah. Uh, the four burner induction top, a two burner hot plate, and then a had to be a twenty year old convection oven that I bought in con- it brought bought with my kegerator for a grand mm-hmm. combined mm. um that had sat outside for two years and yeah it it was a mishmash of stuff but it worked well for us and i mean we pumped some food out of there yeah so i'm looking forward to see what we can do in the new space that's adequately equipped i have like 14 burners it's they don't know what I'm going to do with myself. It's <laughs> insane. The kitchen, it like, it just keeps going. And my parents even commented <laughs> that. And I was like, oh, you guys never saw the kitchen at Driftwood. And they were like, no, we didn't. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's like 
the first room of the kitchen at the new place, not including the dish tank, is probably the size that the entire kitchen and dish tank mm. and storage mm. and whole thing was at Driftwood. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a different situation here, which I'm looking forward to. We're both looking forward to. So the menu itself reflects that. It's like mm. I get to polish up a little bit. We get to mm. kind of tweak it. We still have the fried chicken and a biscuit with hot sauce gravy, which is her favorite. <laughs> it's everyone's favorite. Yeah. Everyone loves that. And the uh, cheese curds are still there. Yeah, Ooh. that was one of the things that we talked about because he was like, oh, I'm going to get to be more inventive with the things that I can do and, you know, um, not have to play things down quite as much uh, mac and cheese. Um, <laughs> mac and cheese is gone. I There's like no mac and cheese on this, this menu. We like mac and cheese and we don't hate mac and cheese, but uh, it, it's not something from a chef standpoint that's exciting to make sure. by any means and that was something on the menu in Springfield that we felt like we couldn't take off because mm. you know you bring a group of people in and there's like somebody who it it's is kind of put off by what they're reading like they yep. don't understand yep. what the food is mm. they've never seen this before they don't feel comfortable asking questions they just want to order something comfortable yeah, yeah. so mac and cheese stayed mm. and, we did uh, put a burger on though we did put a burger on because now we can <laughs> <laughs> um, Everybody's like, put a burger on the menu. I was like, I, I can't. I have an electric kitchen. I don't have a, I don't have a char grill. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have a flat yeah. top. Like, I'm not going to pan sear this thing because I'm going to do nothing but pan sear burgers. <laughs> for mm-hmm. My cooks got mad enough with the blackened shrimp because they're like, Ryan's house of blackened shrimp. That's what we've been doing for <laughs> an hour and a half. <laughs> it's a great dish, and that one's on there too. Actually, I think that's my favorite from yeah. the old menu. These, so. all, these all look like things we would order. I mean, that's perfect. He, that's what I want to hear. He tried the mushrooms out at home the other night, and I, 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 I sent him a text message last night, and I said, I'm eating Gouda cheese grits and mushrooms. What have you done to me? <laughs> because when I started working at Driftwood, I didn't like grits at all, um, and I eh, barely liked mushrooms. Most of the time, because people, I feel like, overcook them until they're, like, slimy. Yeah, rubbery. Um, and, yeah. 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 But he got we, he made them the other night and they were really well, we good. Well, we picked them up. We picked up the mushrooms uh, from the source I'm actually getting them from. We just happened to be at Tiger and Farmers Market mm-hmm. and got which them from was so Ozark. Much fun. Uh, Ozark mushrooms, which <laughs> yeah. they're amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were like, so good. Give me all of the mushrooms. <laughs> She's like, no, just one box. We don't need all of them. Well, that and the other thing that we got at the farmers market. This was our first week to the farmers market, mm. just because we've been so busy, and we were excited because in Springfield we were actually part of the farmers market. We did um, like meal to go kits, <sighs> so like uh, Blue Apron or nightmare. something like that. Yeah. But on it a, went over well on but... a local level. Yeah, yeah so yeah. we purchased all the produce and everything from our local farmers that had stands at the farmer's market and then Ryan would write a recipe and we would portion them out and and sell them to people as meals to go and we'd sell our pickled items and jams and things like that too but um we were at the market Saturday we were just like oh man to not be working and just like walk around and enjoy the market (laughs) well because it was also a Saturday morning so it's just like I'm not working yeah like, having nights off is just weird still like yeah. it's i'm not gonna get used to it obviously but it's just like the other night i could i was, I, could other night I was doing some stuff at the restaurant i was like i can just keep going but it's like i gotta go i got we have plans it was the night of uh, hannah's birthday I was like, yeah i could be here till nine just working on stuff mm-hmm. but it's like, i gotta stop like, but the figs so i want to mention the figs yeah sorry i digress uh we <laughs> Back to the farmers at the market. farmer's market yeah so the <laughs> mushrooms amazing then we got to taste some uh, microgreens. Mm-hmm. She was letting us try a bunch, which was really cool. Something mm-hmm. we don't are not used to having around. Mm-hmm. And then these figs. That where was he from? I don't know. It was they <laughs> were here am- in Missouri. They somewhere. were amazing. Mm-hmm. They were so delicious. And yeah. we uh, 
I, we went home and, and made a crazy made, yeah. delicious dinner the next well he mm. made a crazy delicious dinner the next night mm. I made a cake and then we put <laughs> fresh peaches and figs over the top of it with peach yeah, whipped cream and it was really yeah. good that delicious we haven't yeah. been to that farmer's market in a long time it's, yeah. I, I was blown away yeah. yeah like the guy that grows figs grows like I was trying to like what variety is this he's like it's one of 16 yeah wow. he's like I have five of them with me tonight I was like okay this is unreal so mm. yeah it's cool to be able to, to see all the different product and everything like the farmers market in springfield was good um i loved all my farmers we do we're going to continue to do everything we can local um my grits came locally and they will continue from the same company which is awesome i i'm in luck that my grits cornmeal guy um also knows a bunch of people and uh he makes a run down here every friday anyway mm-hmm. like he's bringing bone marrow samples down to me Ooh. next week wow. um or this week actually tomorrow it's a blur of what day it is and uh <laughs> you know like uh i source chicken skins through a guy that he knows so he's gonna mm-hmm. be able to like help me out with a bunch of stuff so that's really cool um you know like it's nice like fostering those relationships with farmers and stuff like he's one i had uh, a cook who wasn't the brightest bulb in the box and uh <laughs> we get, we, get we got grits <laughs> and cornmeal and they're labeled grits and cornmeal and he combined the two mm. i was like you can't make grits with cornmeal because the grind's different and they're not gonna cook even mm-hmm. and i was talking to my <laughs> farmer about it he's like just he's like i'll give you new he's like just give it to me i'll feed it to the chickens I was like, you know, that's awesome that you wow, went out of your way neat, yeah. Yeah, to do that for yeah. me. Because you didn't have to. You could have just said, ha-ha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, like, we have we really develop a lot of good relationships. Yeah. And I know my farmers. I've always known my farmers. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to meeting new ones here. Yeah, I think in Springfield it was, like, kind of surprising to a lot of people that, like, there would be farmers that would just come in with, like, you know, essentially garbage bags full of, like, yeah. produce. Like, just walk into the restaurant and, like, mm-hmm. sit them on the bar and be like, I need to talk to Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people are always kind of like, huh? And like, what's going like, on? Yeah. Where it came from? Is that, is like, that that's, that's them yeah. directly, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure they're not used to that. Yeah, we see that a lot around here. Nice. Yeah. Have you guys met any farmers or farms um, that you want to develop relationships with? So it's kind of it's kind of one of the things that's been really cool here with our short time is that we've noticed a lot of collaboration, like people yeah. helping, yeah. and it's really cool because that was that's that was really really tough, you know, to get those connections in Springfield. And it seems like you walk in and you start talking to the bartender, you're talking to whoever, mm-hmm. um, you know, the farmer that I worked with that I was talking about, uh, Doug Rinkenberger from Garden Gate. He gave me like three or four different contacts. I met my new Cisco rep here, and he's worked in the industry. And we were talking. He's like, "Here." He's like, "I'll compile you a list of suppliers, you know, mm-hmm. of like of farmers." He's like, "Cause I've dealt with them. I know them." And that's how I got in contact with the guys over at uh, Ozark Mushroom, mm-hmm. and a couple other guys. And it was really cool to see. You know, like we walked in and sat down at uh, pretty much everywhere. Um, but uh, <laughs> Sophie's. You know, we were talking. I think it was Jeremy over there, mm-hmm. and. He, which yeah. is super cool. Have you guys been there? Yeah, actually, okay. yeah. Um, yeah. Jeremy's really kind, too. Really yeah, good they, that was really enjoyable. Yeah. He was good at what he does. He's like, yeah, just, you know, whenever you get to that point where you need liquor contacts, just let me know. He's like, no big deal. <laughs> you know, we were at uh, the sour dinner at Caldy Coffee. Perennial put Perennial, on, like, a sour yeah, dinner. Yeah, with, like, six different courses, yeah. six different chefs, six different beers, you know. And we were sitting next to some guys from Brasserie. 
and started talking to them. And they're like, you don't need a bar manager to start. He's like, just call me. Here's my card. You know? Yeah. So it's been really, yeah, really cool awesome like to, around here. Yeah. to see the collaboration. So. Mm-hmm. Works. And not be like, oh, you're opening a new place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is kind of how it felt before really? um, yeah. somewhat. Like there was a, such a small amount of people that were going downtown Springfield that it was mm. kind of like people would like fight over yeah. who's going to get the business. And yeah. we, we really wanted sure. to direct it in a way where it's like, or we could all do cool things. Like yeah. We're working together where we're promoting, like cross-promoting our businesses. Mm-hmm. That would... Um, yeah. be great so we're definitely excited to to build some new partnerships down here sweet very cool um, yeah it seems like the uh the food uh audience down here is just growing constantly it's, yeah it's uh there's no shortage of people who want to eat something really amazing or drink something amazing that's um again that was not here like five years ago yeah, yeah. It, it was starting to blossom a little bit but it just really wasn't fully here and just uh it's, it's so good because all these people who want to do something can do it and they'll get customers not, it doesn't mean they can't do. They can just you know throw any slop out, but right. it means that you know they really want to try some interesting and adventurous. You know they're going to find an audience. But from a chef's standpoint, it keeps you from being complacent mm-hmm. because yeah. it's easy. And I kind of I kind of fell into that too when we were up there the last year or so because it's just like you know we you and I actually had an argument about that one night. <laughs> we don't argue. Never <laughs> it, about like you know it's that whole. Why should I push it harder if I'm not if it's not going to help anyone or be productive? You know, mm. because you got to have the people that want something different or that are willing to mm. really push it mm. or look outside the box and see what there is. Mm. But you also have to have those people that understand what food's about and will call you if it's not good. You know, sure. because I can throw anything out there, but if it's not good, it's not good. Sure. So it's kind of. I'm looking forward to it. Um, kind of people that call the, you on stuff. From a stamp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder who that would be. My manager sitting to my right. Um, Your chicken skins are uninspired. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I'm always like, I feel like I should taste test all I, of these I, items. She actually makes me so nervous when she orders dinner every night. Mm. It's just like, oh. Even if I don't, especially if I'm not cooking it. Mm. It's just like, oh man. It's going to be wrong. There's going to be something. <laughs> I'll just, eat it, but I'll just tell you about yeah. it while I'm eating it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's got that look, too. Like, you just know. Mm. I'm going to go cower in the corner. I'll talk to you in a little yeah. bit. I mean, yeah. if the person closest to you can't tell you that something's wrong, then... Yeah. Well, it's been, you know, and that's one of the things, like, that's what's great about having her by my side on all mm. this is because she eats it enough and has been around it mm. and, underst- and knows exactly what the expectations are, because... You know, we've talked about it before, too, is me running through a dish when we're trying to do a development and stuff is a lot different than Matt doing a production of it. Because I give it that focus and that attention because mm-hmm. it's I'm trying to iron out all the details on it to whereas when I turn it over to Joe Schmo and say, make this, mm-hmm. you know, how is it going to go? And yeah. there's a lot of times that, you know, you got to play with it, tweak with it, and uh, just kind of go about it a little differently, so... Which we're hoping that um, hiring down here is going to be uh, more fruitful as well. That was probably one of our biggest struggles back Mm. in Springfield was uh, staffing the restaurant, finding people that were, like, competent. um, As far as front of the house, competent and on board with the whole, like, you're going to stand at a table and explain things for a while. And they Mm. might have a lot of questions and, like, you know, just trying to kind of lead the way. The whole sharing thing was just, like... 
mind-boggling up there. They were yeah. just like, no, I just want my own. And I'm like, that's cool. You can do that, too. Like, you can do whatever you want with the menu. But, um, but and, and back of the house, too, I mean. But we had a we had a was... cook that cooked a whole. Ryan told to oh, make man. What, what, that story. Oh, this is a kitchen nightmare. Oh, yeah, oh. Ryan told him <laughs> to make potato <laughs> salad, <laughs> and he took a whole potato mm-hmm. and and put it in boiling water. Oh no, the water wasn't whole... boiling. He put it in cold water. Skin on, whole potato, not cut eat. up. Yeah. That's like something I would have done. I was like, what are you doing? Because <laughs> I was a shitty, shitty well, I was like, cook. I was like, what are you, what are you doing? And also a shitty, like, shitty prep cook. He's <laughs> like, make a potato salad, isn't that? Are you an idiot? Yeah. I was like, you went to culinary school for at least a year. Like, you should know how to yeah, make it, potato salad. Yeah, if you went to culinary school, I, just, I didn't do any of that. I just... Someone didn't show up to work, so I had a job. Oh. <laughs> kind of why I was there. We've done that before, too. You walked in my door, you're hired. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. That's the worst. Yeah, our last night in service. And then you service, can't get rid of them. <laughs> our last night in service, our dishwasher couldn't work, so we had, like, a totally random person wash dishes for Aww. the final service, because it was going to, I mean, we knew it was going to be really busy. Yeah. And we were like, we have got to have someone that's, like, solely doing dishes. And that guy he did ended good. up doing yeah. a great job. They're yeah. like, where were you earlier? Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. Like hiring people anywhere is just nuts. It, yeah, mm. we're gonna probably start. Um, I actually had that on my list of things to do today. Uh, we've already written up the descriptions and everything. We need to get them online and and see what we get as far as people's responses. Mm. But next week is pretty much uh, entirely dedicated to canvassing and getting these signatures. Yeah. Cool. So liquor license, yeah, yeah. Hope that works out. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's. We, I mean, how late like, do you stand, plan to stay open? Uh, we're not gonna be staying open crazy late. Well, I think probably midnight. My license mm. will probably be till one technically, but I think there's mm. a clause actually okay. previously that we can't go past midnight or whatever. Gotcha. But we never had that problem in the past. And yeah, we're in a, there was a clause we can't go past we're in a, midnight. But that's what I got. That's one of the things I got to go take care of at City Hall next time. Um, I know my way around City Hall really well at this point in time. Yeah. Um, up the ladder, up the elevator, down the elevator, up the elevator, yeah. down the elevator. Yep, done that. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. You would think I would just put them all in one wing, but no. 101, 423. Yeah, but I mean, we're definitely, I think, you know, with the heavy cocktail list that we came from, it was kind of like... Some people saw us as a bar. Some people saw yeah. us as a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're definitely that. restaurant forward this oh. this time around. So I don't think we're going to be trying to stay open crazy late with yeah. that. I mean, yeah, I mean, kitchen. We're talking about ten o'clock. Yeah, mm-hmm. run drinks till yeah. midnight or. That seems like what uh, Atlas was. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think At- Atlas was a little more wine focused. I think yeah. mm-hmm. than yeah. what we're going to be. I the we got real heavy on wine a little bit towards. Not the end, but the mid, I would say middle end of mm-hmm. Driftwood because we got everything else settled out. So I kind of focused on that, mm-hmm. um, which I like wine. Well, and we had a great rep. We did have a great rep. And mm-hmm. really, liquor reps make a world of difference in yeah. mm-hmm. what he, you've got. Ryan's very, like, face-to-face. Like, Extremely. He, he, like, he, they'll be like, oh, well, you can put in your order online. He's like, no, I want to talk to mm-hmm. a person to put in my order. Sure. So. Yeah. Especially when it comes to liquor reps, like the people that come in, give give us FaceTime, you know, test out samples with us, talk to us about differences, like sure. spend a little time there, mm-hmm. go a lot longer. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. yeah it, it really does make a difference because you're putting it. I'm one of those guys that, like, I want to see you put it forth in effort instead of just sit behind a desk. Sure. sure. Because I can't do that, so why should you? Yeah. You're selling me a product, then sell me a product. Be active with so, it. Yeah. 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 It's kind of my retirement plan. When I retire, I'll become a liquor rep or, like, a liquor ambassador or something. Yeah. <laughs> I have thought about it we many have, times. We have some really good friends that do that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, yeah. I know uh, Stephen Hale's one that's been at a few of our dinners from Schlafly and mm-hmm. has always been a huge supporter of us and I know he was pretty excited for us to be down here and well yeah like what two or three of your closest friends are liquor reps or, yeah yeah uh I mean you it know. works out well <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were at a event back in well near Springfield uh last week at last Wednesday. I forgot. I took the day off. Yes, it was Wednesday. Um, but we did a, a mystery bus tour. They had it was mm-hmm. with the we were paired with a brewery, so mm-hmm. Rolling Meadows Brewery, um, that's in Cantrell, right? Yes. And Just uh, outside of Springfield. they're really cool. It's small. They don't distribute. But we were uh, sitting outside um, their brewer I've known since childhood, and so mm-hmm. we were sitting outside talking to him, and he was like, "Oh, you should just go get a job working at." you know, one of these sour places, and I was like, yeah, I would totally love to mm. work at Side Project, mm. but, you know, the hours would somewhat conflict, so yeah. <laughs> I gotta yeah. have a priority there, but yeah, someday, that that seems like a fun job to me. Mm. <laughs> so I was gonna uh, ask you, tell people, where can they find you in person and online? What, uh, are you, what are all your stats? Well, in person, if you want to drop by the restaurant, I'll put you to work. <laughs> um, I'm hungry. finishing, I'm down there pretty much all day um we've actually had a pretty we've had a really cool um it's been neat to see the community that's around us like if i have fewer than six people just randomly open the door and say hey what's going on you know in a day it's it's weird it's kind of quiet so it's it's neat to see people be interested and just like all the dog walking and stuff around us so Mm -hmm. yeah 55 13 pershing is where we're at Mm -hmm. um i'll be the one on my hands and knees laying flooring for another six hours (laughs) And not then, even. Not even. We're about done finally. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, pop your head in there or online. We're at uh, we have a Facebook page. It's Pig and Pickle. Uh, we also have Twitter and Instagram. Both of the same handles. They're uh, Pig and Pickle STL. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, kind of catch updates on that. Okay. Um, I'm big into Instagram. Uh, in the last year. You have a personal site. I don't. I okay. just don't do social media a whole okay. lot. Um, Good appear, for you. Appear, I, I will say occasionally my kid will pop up on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, so beware of that. But yeah. he's usually <laughs> absolutely hilarious and doing something dumb. So um, that's why do you, you have a projected opening date. Um, September. I'm just gonna September. leave it at that. So yeah. definitely by the time this airs, you will be open. Absolutely, Sweet. that's my hope. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you unless will. we get caught up in the city somewhere. Um, yeah, we're looking at... We're looking probably mid-September. Excellent. Mid to mid to later half September. I, I'm really hoping that we're hitting kind of that second, third week of yeah. September, but uh, See what happens. I really hope the whole liquor license thing just... Flows. It's, it's yeah. totally different than Illinois. In Illinois, yeah. you, just, you just pay a lot of money, and yeah. they're just like, okay, liquor yeah. license, yeah. go yeah. to town. Yeah. 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 yeah, it depends on the neighborhood here. Some neighbors are really persnickety, and you have to go through a lot of hoops and prompts a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's happen. definitely ah. a lot of hurdles to jump over, and it's all like paperwork and stuff. I was wondering so, about like, that. Here's like, my 15 things. Now can I get more? I was wondering mm-hmm. how yeah. used to it people are that you like knock on their door and ask for their signature. 
I don't know. We've never had that around here, but yeah. since I moved to the city, like I grew up in a suburb, so we didn't have to worry about that. But yeah. you know, it's very common, like here where you are, that you're living right next door to your neighbor, an actual person. Yeah, so yeah. right. They have to be okay with that. Yeah, and uh, actually, it's probably I get easy. that too. I mean, it, it does make sense. You know, I mean, definitely depending on the place. How late are bars and things? Are do you guys have? 3 a.m. in St. Louis? Well, do, uh, but they're very here. moratorium yeah. right. at this point. I think um, yeah. the, the Mac is open the latest. They're open until, what, 11 midnight? Oh, actually, um, some I think they open the one, some, open oh, the, one okay. some of the weekends, but um, we had, it's kind of grandfathered in. Ah, yeah. that's um, true, yeah. So, but, um, yeah, I'm actually on the neighbor association for um, the board for this neighborhood. Oh, okay. And uh, people around here, they definitely want things to be quiet around about 9 p.m. Yeah. So, well, it's included. Because <laughs> we're old. Yeah. But um, but beyond that, like um, yeah, that's why May was not May is a good thing you did not get that space there at Grapeseed because people nowadays are really pushing for this, you know, end sooner and sooner. You know? Right. And which is so crazy. Like with such a good patio space over there, you would think mm. that. Well, well it's like, about it, the neighbors. That's what it's all it's about. True, I yeah. know that that you know going into it when you're just petitioning and everything, people don't know exactly like what it feels like. But mm-hmm. coming from kind of the restaurant we had before, our old restaurant was all windows, glass windows, so you have <laughs> a full view of everything that's going on. And there were a good amount of bars that were around us that were open till one or three, mm-hmm. sure. and those were never our people. Like we had yeah. like you know maybe like two overly drunk customers in some yeah. period of time or something like that, and they're not the ones that like make a loud like to do or anything. Yeah. That's not really the kind of people that the restaurant attracts. Yeah, I don't think you would attract so... either. I mean, that's the things that like grapeseed. They, they were open, not too late, but like didn't need to because most people were were probably going to bed by the time anyway. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, our our big push even food wise was to eat. Right, and then, and then after that, off. it was you know people Which is finishing. Which great because I got to be done. Around. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, it's just I'm interested in seeing how it all shapes up, especially where we're at. It's all a ton of residential, mm-hmm. um, but I love the fact that it's all street parking and it's yeah, non-metered. Tons of yeah. Like, yeah. There's a ton of apartments. Nice there's a ton see. of street parking. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is a town that's not afraid to, you know, walk a block or two. Yeah. You right. know, look at what Central West End as itself is. Oh, yeah. You have to. You don't have yeah. a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't deter or take away from your experience, and that's something we're really looking forward to because that was, you know, I know it sounds like we're like really harping on Springfield real hard, um, but that was yeah. one of the other things that we it's battled. a chain restaurant parking we, lot. We battled I mean, a lot. In that sense, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. They go yeah. together. Yeah, we battled that a lot because people would be like, "There's no parking downtown in Springfield." I was like, "There's like twenty four hundred spaces." Mm-hmm. It didn't seem to bother you with the 8,000 people for St. Patrick's Day. Mm. <laughs> but uh, on a Friday, you might have to parallel park. never had to worry about yeah. parking. Yeah. So, so then, um, my last question for you guys tonight is, do you have any asks or requests for the folks listening to us? Come give us a shot. <laughs> I would say um, definitely from front of the house standpoint that we listen to feedback um, and you know yeah don't be a yelper my, my face <laughs> you're not yelping my, my, my face might my face might show a little bit if you're you know not happy with something that I might be slightly disappointed but we still need to hear it um, sure. you know and especially with a team like Ryan and I where you know I'm front of the house and he's back he hears everything mm. that gets said from a customer I can guarantee mm. that 
So, you know, if something comes back or you, you don't like something, you know, and I, I usually weigh it out with people too. You know, we had bone marrow on the last menu. Some people mm. liked it, some people didn't. I want to know if you've had it before. Mm. You know, we're starting a conversation. It's not just like, you know, a complaint. It's not just going to end there. I want to yeah. know what we can do to fix it or what mm. you think would make it better. And so that input is definitely something we're looking for, especially going into a new market. I, I want to hear how people feel about things so that we can be the best that we can. Yeah, because, I mean, if I know what kind of have an idea of what people are looking for, what's selling, what's not. Like, I can look at the numbers, but it's the feedback that I need, yeah. you know, to kind of tailor into the next menu. Because we will be rotating through menus because we do, every, you know, again, everything that we can local. So it's mm. got to be a seasonal menu whether we want to do it or not. You know, there's staples, there's things that will stay. I mean, uh, the... Chicken rinds, for instance, you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Chicken rinds are something, like, half the people would walk into the restaurant and, like, what? (laughs) And the other half of the people had, like, had them before and would have, like, revolted if we took them off the menu. It definitely became uh, a very popular thing, but... You know, that's that's something, you know, I can I can take the plate out of the way and it's a small plate and maybe you've eaten most of them or maybe you haven't, but if you don't tell me that you absolutely loved it or yeah. you know, you hated it, I don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> So yeah, just communication. Uh, you know, we we did have it a few times where something was not right and then we heard about it later from a second source. Not even yell, but from somebody that knew somebody that had this conversation, they're like, Oh, we're not going back. Well, at least give us an opportunity to make it right. Like, you know, I think that's one of the biggest things with people I think that's restaurants is, overall. Yeah, that's like, not just us. That's any not just restaurant's anyone, happy, usually, to, like, take another stab at, you know, making you leave happy. Mm-hmm. But if you don't say anything till later, um, I, I feel like all chefs hate Yelp. But either mm-hmm. way, Always, yes. you yeah. know, yeah. Um, it, it's hiding behind that screen. You know, we've talked about before how when you're uh, a person on Yelp, you don't even actually have to put a picture of yourself on there. You can right. put a picture of your dog on there. But if you're a restaurant owner, it has to be a picture of yourself. Yeah. People mm-hmm. will say something that they're not, you know, they don't say what they had or what wasn't good. Yeah. They're just like, hate this. And it's like, yeah. give us something to work with, you know? Yeah, yeah. give us something to work with. Well, and yeah. like you, yeah, it's, I had a, uh, my, one of my buddies runs Damone Oyster Bar, and uh, I got a, like, notification, one of those random Facebook notifications that he made a post today. I was like, okay, cool. And then I, like, read the first, <laughs> like, what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, like, the first oh. three letter or three, three words of the sentence. I was like, okay, so I actually got on Facebook, which I never do, mm-hmm. and chased it down to see what it was, and yeah, he was like, Lady came in today for lunch, sat down, and said, I'm a Yelper. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh, no. So, like, oh, please don't lead with that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we're just looking forward to having an opportunity to, you know, it's been it's been cool, like, having a situation that, you know, like, you guys and Sauces jumped on board with us and another outlet and another, you know, like, it's really cool to get the press and be able to sit down with people that care about food and really... Uh, embrace what's going on around here so it's st louis is really popping off i mean you know if you just look at the james beard nominees in the last year or two alone like that's Mm -hmm. and what's really fun is a lot of these guys are local like they're from here kevin willman's from greenville you know cleveland heath jenny's from bethalto as well you know like you grew up down the street from ryan yeah 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 Um, jeff hardesty's getting a ton of play over at narrow gauge Mm. I grew up down the street from him, too. His mother actually babysat me. So it's crazy. Like, it's yeah, cool yeah, to see... Yeah. So, yeah, and I, I I thought about this earlier, and I wasn't going this route, but it's cool to see the little town with Alto get the play that it's got. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're 10,000 people. Still 
to this day about 10,000 people and you know Jenny's Jenny and Ed have done a fantastic job over in Edwardsville yeah Jeff's blowing it up at Narrow Dan's doing a great job over at DeMond like it's I'm looking forward to the opportunity to set our little footprint in St. Louis so well, thank you guys for coming yeah. over. Absolutely. Thank Thanks for having us. Yeah, so, nice to get to know yeah. you I was telling her last night, I was like, I'm looking forward to this. I think it's going to be fun. So. Yeah, thank you. So, good job. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Bye-bye. 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 Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, could you take a second to give this podcast a rating and review? Your words will help us put, in front of, put us in front of more audiences so we can help keep growing our We Eat Stuff audience. Thanks! If you would like to help underwrite our show by becoming a We Eat Stuff patron, visit patreon.com slash weeatstuff to check out all the packages we're offering and choose the level of giving that's right for you. Your support helps us so much, and we'd like to hear from you if there are other rewards you'd like to see. Please join us next week for another interview. But in the meantime, go out there and eat stuff. Bye.